21 down, 344 to go. Welcome to At a Theater Near Me, the podcast where I go to the movies every single day for an entire year. My name is Chris. Uh, today, we're going to be covering uh, the movies West Side Story and Parallel Mothers. Uh, I know this is coming out uh, a day late or even maybe a little beyond that, really. Uh, so you're going to be getting episodes. Uh, this is obviously going to come out on Monday. You're going to be getting episodes on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll be back to the reg- regular schedule on uh, another episode will come out on Friday. Uh, this week. So hopefully a lot of episodes this week. This episode is actually fan sponsored. Uh, we have another friend of the show stepped up, uh, donated some money and they bought out this episode. So a big thank you to them. Obviously the support you guys have given uh, me and the show has been amazing. So a huge thank you to everyone for, for listening, uh, for giving uh, you know, five-star reviews or uh, obviously, you know, sponsoring episodes, uh, all that stuff helps out a ton. So a big thank you to everybody. Okay, so I went to two theaters for this trip. So this is going to cover Thursday and Friday of last week. Um, so definitely a little behind. Um, but this is the, I was basically in Boston for four days or Boston area for four days. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I went to a variety of theaters. Went to, I think, four theaters total over those four days, four different theaters, uh, including two one two new ones that we I haven't spoken about yet on this show. So hopefully that will be uh, an interesting part of the journey there. Uh, so we'll start right off the bat on Thursday. I went to showcase Superlux in Chestnut Hill. My first time going to a showcase cinemas for this for this journey. Uh, I had been to the showcase cinemas in Saugus. It's no longer there a ton. Uh, my grandparents lived in Saugus uh, my entire my entire life, my entire time I knew them uh, up until my, my grandmother who died a couple years ago. She lived in Saugus, uh, you know, for the first 39 years of my life. And that was the movie theater uh, they went to all the time, um, you know, right on Route 1. You kind of go into the airport, you know, going to Logan, uh, you kind of go, go around like kind of a bend there and there's a giant showcase cinemas that was there forever. Uh, when I had Jared Carabas on Quantum Week, he talked about going to that theater a ton as a kid. Uh, it was just a big theater. It was kind of a go-to place in that area. Uh, it's obviously gone now. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect going to the showcase cinemas here in Chestnut Hill. I'll say right off the bat, an entirely different experience. So the first thing that you basically get asked when you go in there and you buy a ticket is do you want the Super Lux or the Lux Light? And this is something that I really, I took away from the experience and I didn't really enjoy. Uh, what basically is creating a class system, if you will, in the movie theater. So Super Lux, and I'll read off right off their, their website here. The big, the big thing with Super Lux is the recliners. Uh, so you get uh, the seats offer, this, this is their words, maximum customizable comfort for the most premium movie going experience. Uh, their their recliners feature uh, like heated lumbar support, so kind of like the back, uh, the bottom of your back there is heated. Uh, it has an adjustable powered headrest, and then extended footrest for taller customers, and an innovative tray table. Uh, the lower, so the Lux Light, uh, that's the kind of the lower class, if you will, uh, movie going experience. That offers customizable reclining seats. Uh, they're smaller, so they're not as wide, uh, and they're more kind of bunched together. So you have, you know, you're kind of more bunched in there with everybody else. Uh, and it has a adjustable headrest, but the seats are not heated. But the big difference, and it's not mentioned on the website really, 
is that if you get the Lux Light, you have to sit in the first three rows of the movie theater, which most people don't like to sit in. I actually like to sit in the front couple of rows. Uh, a, usually no one's ever there, so you have more space to kind of stretch out and there's less people around. And then B, especially if it's not a giant screen, I don't feel like you're arching your neck that much anymore. I know back in the old days when they, would, uh, you know, you go to some movie theaters and they would have seats kind of almost right to the screen. So you'd have like a, you'd get like a neck cramp if you sat in the front row. It's not really the case anymore. It's a pretty good buffer zone between the front row and the screen nowadays. But regardless, most people don't like to sit in the first three rows. So that's, I, I don't know if that's entirely fair. So the pricing difference. So it was $16 for the super Lux experience. And I got that for this, uh, for this episode. If I go back to the showcase cinemas, I'll get the Lux light. I wanted to try both out and see, see what to think here. It's $16 for super Lux. It's $12 for the Lux light. And um, the super Lux, obviously then you got to get the back for my theater, at least I saw West Side Story. So not a huge, I mean, by this point in the run, it's not a, you know, a must, it's not Spider-Man. So I, I, so I don't know how big these theaters are. The picture they have on the website looks like the exact theater that I was in. Um, so it's basically the first three rows are the Lux Light. There's a aisle be between the Lux Light and the Super Lux. And then it's the back three rows are the Super Lux. So basically it's the front half, back half, obviously. But there's more seats for the Lux Light because they're more bunched together. I don't like the idea of a class system in movie theaters. And maybe I'm somewhat of a hypocrite here the more I thought about it. But I walked out of the theater, with, I don't know, kind of a not a feel, not not great feeling in my in my stomach about it. I don't know. If you have a big family, let's say, you know, $16 versus $12 for a matinee for one person. Not a big deal. But if you bring, if you got three kids, you bring in, you know, bring in the wife, you bring in your three kids, you know, now it's a $20 difference. And if you don't pay that 20 bucks, you got to sit in seats. You might not want to sit in. That kind of sucks. I, I don't, I don't know if we need to have a class system in every single element of our lives. Uh, I know Chester Hill, very really affluent area. So maybe they feel like they can get away with that there. Uh, and I know this theater has been around for a while, so maybe they do. I, I looked online, I saw some people complain about it, but not a ton. So maybe people don't give a shit, but I don't know. I, I didn't, didn't seem right. But then again, on the flip side, I'm a big sports fan. You go to any, you know, go to Fenway Park, go to Boston Garden. The closer you get to the action or the, the better the seats, you're paying more money. I've never had a problem with that because that's kind of been, that's been the norm my entire life. But the idea that you have to spend extra money just so you don't sit in what most people consider to be shitty seats the movie theater with your family. I don't know. That kind of sucks. Having said that, this might be the nicest theater I've been to. Um, the lobby is gorgeous. It's very, it feels like it is a bar. Uh, they have a, a full bar there. Now, AMC has a bar as well when you, when you go in there. Most of the time I've gone in there, it's matinees. It's not open. Uh, their bar at AMC is called MacGuffin. You know, uh, MacGuffin, if you don't know in movies, is kind of the plot device that gets things going. For instance, you know, uh, it might be a kind of a nonsensical thing. Like, for instance, in a lot of Hitchcock movies, it might be a briefcase to kind of get the action going. Something that everybody is chasing after that really doesn't matter. That's, that's the MacGuffin's bar at AMC. This bar is much nicer. This felt much more elegant. You walk in, the lobby uh, is, is gorgeous. It's, it was very clean in there. Uh, the ticket taker, the guy I met when I went and bought my ticket, was dressed to the nines in a tie. Older guy super nice guy, very friendly. Uh, it made me think like, man, when I, you know, if I'm in my sixties or seventies, this guy I think was in the seventies. If, if I'm that old, I'd love to work in a movie theater and take tickets. You know, it's always like a, it's a quiet theater. I guess you probably wouldn't want to do it for this, you know, giant 
Spider-Man, you're just you know, ripping tickets all day like a maniac. But if you could have like nice little conversations with people about the movie they're going to go see, they're all excited. And, and, and this guy was really friendly. And I don't know, he, he was one of the nicest people I've met so far in this experience. Uh, as far as, you know, obviously these theaters have been pretty empty. West Side Story was no exception. I was one of three people in the theater uh, on Thursday to, to see this. And I said, you know, everything was super clean, bathroom super clean. Yeah, I, I kind of walked around the theater a little bit. I got there pretty early. So I kind of just kind of walked around a little bit the lobby and the concessions were nice. Part of the super luxe feature as well is that they'll bring, if you have the app on your phone, they will bring you concessions to your seat. Uh, I think it, up until an hour past the movie begins. So, um, so that's nice. I guess I don't have, uh, I didn't, I don't have the showcase app. I also didn't, I'm like, oh, I can probably just go walk over and get the concessions myself. I'm not going to make someone bring them out to me. So, but I, I guess maybe like I say, if you have a kind of a big family, everyone's kind of situated or you're in the middle of the movie and you really want a soda, you don't want to miss anything. I can understand, you know, maybe wanting to use the app to, to get it, to get a soda or get a, get a snack or something. Um, but yeah, so really nice theater. Uh, certainly the most luxurious theater I've been to. I just didn't like the Super Luxe versus the Lux Light. I'd like to kind of hear your opinions on it. Um, if you guys have had the Super Luxe or the Lux Light, or uh, tweet at me, kind of let me know kind of what you think about that. I also think I'm going to put a poll out and saying if people think this is a good good thing or not. I'd rather just have every seat be 14 bucks and just have it and have every seat maybe don't need to be as luxurious as Super Luxe, but maybe have it be a little nicer than the Lux Light. I think you could have just split the difference there. I don't know if that's if that's needed or not. Showcase Cinema. Really luxurious, uh, really fancy, uh, certainly a good screen, great sound quality, no complaints. My only issue was I didn't love the, the class system there. Okay, so uh, that was Thursday. I saw West Side Story. I'll give a review on that in a bit. Uh, on Friday, uh, I was in Boston at that point, and I went back to uh, Landmark Kendall Square Cinemas. I have a feeling I'll be going there a lot during this year just because they play a lot of movies that other theaters don't play. Um, they, uh, you know, you have theaters like Brattle Theater or um, or Coolidge Corner that do play a lot of independent films, but they only, I, I know, I don't know if Coolidge is a one or two screener. I know Brattle is only a one screener. So Kendall Square, I think has eight screens. So it, it's, it's a lot bigger. They're going to have a lot more variety there. I went there and I saw Parallel Mothers. I'll give the review on that in, in a little bit here. Another good experience there. Kendall Square does, does a really good job. I said it kind of feels like a home theater when you're there. I did notice that the seats I went into didn't recline. I don't know if I'm kind of getting spoiled here. A lot of the AMCs, they reclined and I, I had the reclining situation at Showcase. So I, I do maybe, like I said, I wonder if I've been, been a bit spoiled there. Uh, but other than that, I mean, that's a, that's a small thing to gripe about. They do a really nice job over there at Kendall Square. Okay, so I'll give the box office report uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, we'll go into the details there. But I do want to talk about the two movies that I saw Thursday and Friday, and that is West Side Story and Parallel Mothers. So West Side Story uh, finished in ninth place this week. The, the report that just came out made about $700,000. It's made $35 million um, domestic. It cost $100 million to make. This has been a huge box office bomb for 20th century. Uh, Spielberg uh, really kind of laid an egg when it came to the total grosses, but when it came to the critical praise, it's been through the roof. Uh, it's pretty much guaranteed a Best Picture nomination, uh, and it's also uh, almost guaranteed to get Spielberg another director nomination. This movie's just really doing well with critics. Audiences who go seem to really like it. It's gotten good word of mouth. I didn't like it. I did not like this movie. Uh, it was, it, I didn't feel it was necessary. It, it, it felt such, a, it felt like a photocopy of a photocopy of a photocopy. I mean, the original West Side Story, which came out in 19, the film, which came out in 1961, that's uh, obviously uh, a mod, or at that time, a modern take of Romeo and Juliet, which we've heard our entire lives. And then if you're, you know, if you're my age or you're older, 
I guess anyone under like 80, basically, we've had these songs in our lives, the, our entire lives, you know, whether it be, uh, you know, America or, or any of the West Side Story songs that are, that are really good songs. I just don't know if I need to hear them again. I don't know if I need to see them performed again. Uh, you know, I don't know if I need to see a gang, you know, the Jets and the Sharks pretend to fight as they dance or pretend to dance as they fight, I guess how you want to look at it. I, it just felt like such a retread to me. I, nothing here felt new. I, the only, th my, my one positive note on this movie is it looked gorgeous. Uh, the cinematography was fantastic by, I'm going to mispronounce his name, uh, Jonas Kamininski. Uh, he's been working with Spielberg recently on quite a few films and, and he, he, he does a nice job. He, he was the cinematographer for Saving Private Ryan. He's kind of been the modern day cinematographer for Spielberg, uh, really since Schindel's List. I think that was the first time they worked together. Um, so, you know, not the 80s stuff or the 70s stuff, but since since the, uh, what, 93, uh, he's been working with, with Spielberg quite a bit. He also did uh, The Terminal, Catch Me If You Can, which Catch Me If You Can is shot brilliantly. That's another period piece. So that kind of had a, a similar look and feel. Tony Kushner wrote Munich, which is my favorite Steven Spielberg film of uh, this century. Uh, now, obviously, West Side Story is based on the play, which is written by Jerome Robbins, uh, Leonard Bernstein, Stephen Sondheim. Uh, I think Arthur Lawrence also had a hand in it. But the Bernstein-Sondheim songs are what it's most famous for. But Kushner made the script a bit more modern in a way, where adding some touches made it a little darker. For instance, uh, in this version, uh, the, the main character, played by Ansel Elgort, it's Tony, is uh, just out of prison. That was not the case in the 1961 film. So there's a couple little like dark changes here. But for the most part, this is almost exactly the same movie as you saw back in 1961. I mean, I guess one difference is when the song America is performed. Uh, in the original one, it's, uh, it's a nighttime. It's on a rooftop. We're here. It's uh, in, the, in the streets in the daylight. It's one of the better scenes in the movie. Um, but it's just not a... I didn't see a lot of other change besides small little touches like that. I don't know if this movie really needs to exist. I'm tired of these songs. I these songs are great songs. They're brilliant songs, but I'm kind of tired of them at this point. I've heard them for so long. The, the gang stuff doesn't work. I don't think the cast was that good. Rachel Zegler plays Maria. Everyone's going crazy for her saying what a great job she did. She's okay. There's not a lot for her to do here. Uh, Maria doesn't, does not, kind of has what we call a hero journey in movies um, where, you know, the character can do almost nothing wrong. Everything she does is right. There's not a, there's not a lot going on there. Maybe in the, at the end, she has to emote. I'm not going to give anything away if you haven't seen it, but you know, the first two thirds of the movie, she's just a pretty face basically. That's her job there. Uh, Ariana DeVos plays Anita. She's getting a lot of acclaim as well, and she's quite good. She plays uh, Maria's sister-in-law, and she 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 gives a very good performance. The, the leads are friendly enough, and they, they're pleasant. Ansel Elgort, uh, most famous for Baby Driver, he plays Tony. Uh, he He's fine. I, I also don't think there's a lot of chemistry there between Tony and Maria's characters. I, I just didn't, this movie didn't really movie, which I was shocked by because this was I said critically acclaimed, lauded by audiences and, and critics. I just, it's just not for me. Uh, I mean, unless you really love musicals or you really love West Side Story and really think it needs to be shown again, I, I can't recommend this. So it's going to get a C minus for me. Uh, the other movie I saw was Parallel Mothers. So uh, one interesting thing here for me was, and in, in kind of in this journey is, West Side Story is definitely a movie I would have seen in the theaters, no matter what, if I was doing this or not. Um, it's going to almost definitely get a, Best Picture nomination, Steven Spielberg. Uh, I did like the original West Side Story uh, musical. And the fact this is getting such good reviews, I would have gone out and saw this. One movie I probably wouldn't have seen is Parallel Mothers. I've, I have a real 
blind spot for foreign films. And I have a real blind spot for uh, some really you know older classic cinema, like who's guess who's coming to dinner, or uh, and then for foreign films, obviously this movie, Parallel Mothers. I really like this. This was really good. And this has so far the performance of the year in Penelope Cruz, the performance of at least this journey. She is unbelievable in this. A fantastic job by her. This is about two women that have uh, babies in the same day. They're in the hospital together. Uh, and then kind of what happens to their lives at that point. There's a, a bunch of twists and turns, including a twist that was so shocking. I literally gasped out loud at the movie theater. Uh, it's directed by Pedro Almodovar. Almodovar. Uh, he's directed a ton of films. I am embarrassed to say this is the first time I've ever seen any of his movies. And uh, I definitely walked away really impressed and I probably should see more of them. He works with Penelope Cruz a lot. Uh, Penelope Cruz, of course, won an Oscar uh, oh, almost 12 years ago now, right? Uh, she's been nominated three times. She's almost certainly will be nominated here. I imagine uh, she's gotten a lot of a uh, uh, good buzz here. Thankfully, I... Some people were a little cold on the film, not compared to West Side Story, at least. I think this is the second best movie I've seen in this journey so far. I'm going to give it a B plus. It's not quite an A minus. The last 15 minutes don't quite hold up to the first, you know, what, 105, if you will. Uh, but it is very good, very good performances. I don't know. It, listen, if you're like me and you have kind of a blind spot to foreign films, give them a try. I know that's it sounds... Uh, kind of preachy to some extent, um, but you don't even notice the subtitles after the first five minutes. You really don't. Uh, you know, you once you're invested in the story, you don't even see them. It's amazing how that works. Uh, and this is a really entertaining, interesting movie. I don't know, a story that I, I haven't really seen in film a ton. Uh, and the way it's dealt with is really interesting. So this is a movie that is uh, is slowly growing. It made 170,000 um, this weekend. So it's up to 600,000 here in the US. It basically doubled a theater count from the previous week. So this is a movie that's gonna kind of hinge on whether it gets Oscar nominations or not, if it's gonna keep kind of expanding, I think. Uh, it's doing okay, it's per theater average, it's equivalent to something like Sync 2. Um, so, I mean, certainly high. So, especially in this box office, I'm sure it'll keep, hopefully it'll keep growing. But if it's in your area, uh, it's obviously, a, if you're in the Boston area, you can go check out, you know, the landmark Kendall Square Cinemas. Uh, other than that, though, I, I definitely recommend uh, recommend this film a lot. This is really good, uh, really interesting movie uh, uh, that has some really good performances, especially Penelope Cruz. I mean, she's worth the price of mission right there. She's so good in this. Uh, okay, so that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. I think it'll be a little longer one tomorrow because we'll have. Uh, I'm going to be talking about Last Night in Soho, Tragedy of Macbeth. I go to the uh, Boston Common AMC Theater. It's that giant one right right there. It's one of the biggest theaters in New England. Uh, it's a 19 screener, but it's like like three stories high. It's, pre it's pretty big. Uh, I'll be checking that out. We'll do the full box office report as well. Uh, but also, you know, like I said, reach out if you have any sort of opinion on that Superlux controversy here whether it be super lux or, or lux light I, I don't like it uh kind of curious to see what you folks think uh i'll talk to you folks uh, tomorrow